0: If you didn't watch the Formula One Bahrain Grand Prix because it was past your bedtime, well, you're in luck, because this is your four-minute race review. The start of a Formula One season always brings with it an air of excitement. It's the anticipation of the unknown. Unless, of course, we spent the previous week watching the same cars testing around the same track for three days straight. So, the question on everybody's lips in 2023, could anyone stop Max Verstappen? The short answer, no. Max, it's Christian, well done. That's the perfect start to 2023, a uh, brilliantly executed race. Verstappen dominated from start to finish, with teammate Sergio Perez 11 seconds behind. A bad start from Perez cost him as he spent half the race staring at the back end of Charles Leclerc's Ferrari. Oh my God. Speaking of Ferrari, they made a massive change in the off-season, replacing team principal Mattia Bonotto with Frenchman Frederic Vasseur. But while the cheese and wine in the garage got better, Leclerc's engine did not. No, 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 what happened guys? Lost power. Meanwhile, Carlos Sainz lost out in the Battle of the Spaniards, as he was passed for third place by F1 veteran Fernando Alonso, who's nearly old enough to be his dad. In fact, Alonso's nearly old enough to father half the grid, Alonso and Aston Martin were the biggest surprise packets of the weekend. While Alonso took home his 99th career podium, teammate Lance Stroll bravely raced with two broken wrists, a broken toe, and the best painkillers Daddy Stroll's money could buy, and finished sixth. Who built that race, eh? Although no amount of Daddy's money would have saved Stroll from an Alonso beatdown had their lap one collision ended their race, Stroll ended the race as the meat in a Mercedes sandwich, with Lewis Hamilton fifth and George Russell seventh. While last year the Mercs struggled with porpoising, where the car bounces up and down due to aerodynamic stalling, this year they struggled with tortoising, where the car is just really f***ing slow. Lewis, it's Toto. Sorry, I know the car is a box right now. Former Mercedes driver Valtteri Bottas finished eighth, although we can't help but wonder if the mullet on his helmet was an aerodynamic hindrance. On the other side of the Alfa Romeo garage, Zhou Guan Yu had a nice tussle with the Alfa Tauris of Yuki Tsunoda and Nick De Vries before losing out to both of them and eventually finishing 16th or 4th in the Battle of the Alphas. So, Delta? Former AlphaTauri driver Pierre Gasly was having a much better time at Alpine, storming home from last on the grid to finish ninth. But teammate Esteban Ocon racked up more penalties than Kylian Mbappe, first for starting outside his grid box, then for not serving that penalty correctly, then for speeding in the pit lane. Still, he spent less time on pit road than McLaren's Lando Norris, whose car was blowing more hot air than CEO Zach Brown, and had to pit every 10 laps to refill it. The car, not Zach Brown. But at least he finished the race, unlike Aussie debutante Oscar Piastri, whose steering wheel went all Windows Vista and shut down the car. But it's only race one of the season, so what should McLaren do, Formula One race control lady? Stay positive. Over at Haas, Nico Hülkenberg made his 27th return to the F1 grid, give or take. The team hoped he would drive more like Kevin Magnussen than Mick Schumacher, and unfortunately he did by breaking his front wing on lap one. Classic Magnussen move. Magnussen himself went backwards faster than Mazeppin at the start of the race, before recovering to finish 13th. And so we find ourselves at the back of the grid to find usual suspects Williams. Wait, what? Alex Albon 10th and Logan Sargent 12th? Oh, I guess it helps having drivers who don't go the wrong way. Shout out Nicholas Latifi. This week, the Formula One Circus returns to Blood Money Stand, also known as Saudi Arabia. So we'll be back after Jeddah for another Formula One 4-minute race review.